Welcome to River Roundtable with Pastor Lou Wooten, Pastor Andrew Perkins, and special guest, retired Lieutenant Colonel Dole Pulowski, where we dive into the currents of the modern world and equip people with the truth that sets us free. Good afternoon, Salem. I am... Uh... Lieutenant Colonel Retired Joel Pulowski, and with me today is not Pastor Lou and Pastor Andrew. They are on assignment. No, they're not. They're out in another room. They've got a conflict of interest, <laughs> but you know, I always just wanted to say that. With me today is uh, Carol Williams, and uh, we'll talk more about why she's here, but you can say constitutional carry is the big reason why. All right, and so we are on KSLM Radio and that is at 104.3 FM, 1220 AM, and of course on KSLM at on the interwebs. All right, and uh, so for those of you that are tracking things that are happening here and at the River Church, uh, next week, camp meeting, you might wanna come and camp out in the presence of the Lord. Uh, he is welcoming you and we are welcoming you. So come on out and we will, uh, we will be here for you. Thank you uh, for your consideration. There's some other things going on in the neighborhood um, so that we can talk about some of those. Uh, we will talk about constitutional carry. We're going to talk about Shemaya Fagan and her troubles today. Uh, we're going to talk about some uh, some tolling that's going on and the bridge uh, on I-5 and probably something else that, you know, suits our fancy. Uh, so... Uh, in the terms of uh, the Marion County Republican Party, which I am still the chair of, uh, we have our May uh, GOP meeting is on the May 18th at uh, the VFW. That's at 630 Hood Street here in Salem, Oregon, and we would appreciate you coming to visit. Our special guest speaker for this month will be uh, the Oregon Republican Party's National Committee man, Solomon Yu. And for those of you that don't know why, yeah, we'll talk about that too. All right, and uh, more to fun, more fun. We will not be having a food truck this month. Uh, you know, sorry. Okay, but we but will, we will next have week. cookies. But we will. Yes, yes. Everybody, go tell. Um, what? Oh, um, uh, Marty, that we will have cookies. Oh, Marty was the one that didn't. Well, yes, oh, yes. Marty okay. was upset that we did not have cookies uh, the month before last. And so, yes. And then no. she didn't come last month when we had cookies. So we'll have to, uh, yes, Marty, we still have cookies. Please come. All right. Anybody else? So we're going to talk about our school board elections uh, as well today. Uh, in case you didn't know, ballots have dropped. So go find your ballot uh, in amongst all the junk mail in your house. Uh, it's probably somewhere in your kitchen counter. And uh, go dig that thing out, and we'll talk about uh, what to mark on that. Uh, before... Uh, we get that uh, too much farther. We're going to go to, if I can find this thing. And nope, I'm still looking for stuff. I should be, I should do better show prep. That's what I should definitely do. All right. So I'm here. Uh, yes, we're going to go. Uh, so today's theme on, uh, on this show is Proverbs 6. These six things the Lord hates. Yes, there are seven are abomination. Yes, seven are abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, 
hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, and feet that are swift in running to evil, a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. Yeah, that's our theme today, in case you are interested. And I would appreciate you guys, uh, you know, looking that one up. All right. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about what has been happening in this last week when it comes to constitutional carry. Anything interesting happened this week, Carol? We got some nice donations in this week. Okay. Uh, there was something else I was thinking of that was a little bit bigger. A little bit. Oh, I know what you meant. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we turned in 1,350, 45 signatures, 45, yeah. and we got verified. The Secretary of State's office sent us an email late on Thursday, I believe yes. it was, and uh, said that we had qualified to get a ballot title. It is now gone to the, the AG's office, and we are told that we will have a ballot title by May 4th. So, barring any unforeseen challenges with that ballot title. Yes. Uh, we will be able to start collecting signatures very, very soon after that. Yes. So get ready, Oregon. We're coming at you. Uh, so in the constitutional carry uh, initiative, uh, exactly what is your position? I am the treasurer. Oh. So what are you doing talking to a microphone? Because somebody wrote me into it. Ah, that would be Gene Sampson, one of our, uh, <laughs> one of our, co-conspirators here in uh, Constitutional Carry for Oregon. She, uh, We were chatting yesterday that uh, she did an excellent interview on Lars so uh, uh, that last Monday. Yeah. And uh, so and so we were tooting her horn a little bit about that. And uh, so Carol is the only one who has not been uh, on any media. That's because Carol's the treasurer, so she gets to stay in the background. Okay. Well, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. <clears throat> anyway, so we got the signatures uh, verified for uh, sponsorship. We are now moving on to the ballot title. And then uh, as we get going, uh, hopefully early next month, uh, we will start uh, showing up in places. We have uh, folks uh, already who have signed up to volu or volunteering in um, every county in Oregon, uh, with a couple of exceptions. And so we've got to fill in those gaps. But uh, otherwise, I think we're pretty much ready to go. We are. And it's been very exciting because we've gotten leads in some of the larger counties, which we knew were going to be more difficult and mm -hmm. some people that are very excited about doing that. So yep. we're really excited about that. And um, I was actually talking with one of our newest people down in Jackson County and explaining to her that we were going to be doing a Zoom meeting mm -hmm. with all of the county leads soon yes. to talk to them about uh, what we Help, hope to help them do and what that we hope that they will help us do. So she's pretty excited about being on board too. We are, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, we have businesses, local businesses here in the Salem area. Yes. Uh, and in Polk County that are going to be uh, hosting the ballot uh, initiative so that you can just go there and sign. All right. So we'll have, a, we'll have a boatload of folks like that uh, across the state and then, of course, we'll be at probably, oh, I'm going to guess every county fair, uh, every gun show that we can get to. Yes. Uh, and every other kind of show where, you know, Oregonians are. 
because this is not an issue that uh, is just a conservative or Republican or, you know, right side issue. This is an Oregonian issue. We've gotten support uh, and attaboys from across the pl political spectrum. We we have. It's totally bipartisan. Um, the initial sponsorship signatures that we got, we had it was it was um, signatures from everybody. Yeah. from Democrats, from NAVs, from uh, Republicans. And so it was it's it's a bipartisan issue. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so excited to be doing this. <laughs> it's going to, you know, so we are at uh, we have 27 states because as of Wednesday, uh, Nebraska just uh, adopted it. Uh, constitutional caring. Right. So we have 27. So, right. so when the majority we, we of the country. We kind of have a pool going. Yes. To see which which <laughs> number Oregon ends up being. Yes. I, yes. I think Jean has number 28. Yes. She's, and I think you and Carrie took 31 and 32. I think I took 30. So 29 is missing in there. So we'll yeah. we'll see what we, happens. Yeah, we've got a – I was uh, incredibly optimistic about the rest of the country and took 32. <laughs> well, yes. I took 30 just so we could have a couple in there. Yeah. Um, one thing that I just was so excited to see um, on Facebook this week is Willis Lee, who is the past vice president of the NRA, mm -hmm. actually um, – gave us a shout out on his Facebook page, which I yes. thought was very cool. And, uh, you know, was directing somebody else that had, that it was on his Facebook page to contact us. And that person has contacted us. So, so happy about that. And so it's so cool to have national detention on this. Exactly. We have, uh, uh, when we first announced um, back hmm, now last month uh, and first announced this was going on, the, the very first press release uh, went uh, onto the Fox News uh, Chiron yes, and spent right. that first weekend mm -hmm. just scrolling along that, you know, Oregon was going to do constitutional carry. And, uh, you know, that's made a difference. So for those of you that are really interested, uh, that's constitutionalcarryfororegon.com. That's all one word, and it's F-O-R, not the number. So constitutionalcarryfororegon.com. You can go there, sign up. And uh, we will be emailing you with updates and let you know where signing locations are uh, very soon. Okay. And I think we need to talk about something else that's also very soon, and that's our elections. Elections, yes. So we have uh, primarily school board elections happening uh, this month. Uh, ballots just dropped uh, last Wednesday. And so we are looking forward to uh, the <laughs> the voting month that is in Oregon. Uh, so we have three weeks worth of, uh, of ballot turning in to do and collecting and then, uh, and harvesting, I should say as well. And then on the 16th, we will have the end of the, uh, of the ballot harvesting force and we'll have the beginning of the ballot curing phase, uh, which goes on for like another eight days after, yeah. uh, after, after the 16th. So, and how I really want to discuss this is that uh, two years ago we had a school board election here in Salem Kaiser, and there were four school board candidates that were that uh, that all signed up at the last minute, and were outspent roughly ten to one by the by the school mm -hmm. by the uh, the school teachers union essentially, uh, and and on the left side of the spectrum, and all four of them ended up losing. Okay. But uh, when you look at how close the races were, 
so Mike Slagle lost by 321 votes. Liam Collins lost by 982 votes. And this is out of tens of thousands of votes, by the way. And uh, Lyndon Farrington officially lost, and I remember this being a little closer, but the official number is 211 votes. All right. Um, so Republicans and uh, turned out in the Salem-Kaiser School Board race last year at 18%. The average turnout rate for the school board uh, district was 24%. If Republicans had turned out and conservatives had turned out in the Salem-Kaiser School Board race at the average, all four of these races would have been won. That's all. This is a turnout thing. This is in pure numbers, okay? The numbers are always low in these off-cycle elections. We don't have a general election this year to speak of, really. Um, there will be some tiny local stuff here and there around the state. Uh, but right now, we are looking at three races, uh, Sachi Chandagiri, um, Chrissy Hudson, and Cassidy Trout are running, uh, and Sachi is running for re-election. The other two are, are running for their first-time elections. And we need folks to turn out and vote. Um, and this is important not only in uh, Salem-Kaiser. Uh, this is important in Woodburn. In Woodburn, we have the chance to flip the uh, school board to a more conservative school board. And I was out canvassing this morning uh, for Jimmy, uh, who, whose actual first name is Santiago, uh, Puente and uh, Rosie Burkhoff. Mm -hmm. Okay, doing a little door knocking uh, early on Saturday morning, and this is this is what we have to do in order to make an actual real difference here. Um, you know, getting on Facebook and banging away on the keyboard, okay, is is nice, but um, you're not going to change minds. No, on that, are no. you? It needs the personal contact. Yes, and so uh, we'll be out more. Uh, and you'll see, you'll see us out, uh, around neighborhoods, maybe in your neighborhood, hopefully, you know, canvassing and talking up folks. Uh, there's another canvas going on this afternoon, uh, here in Salem for our school board candidates. That's, uh, Sacha Chandagiri and Cassidy Trout and Chrissy Hudson here. Uh, we also have Derek Foxworth in, uh, Silverton and Tom Buchholz and, in my neck of the woods, in the North San Am district, uh, is Amy McKenzie Watts, uh, who is in, endorsed. She's endorsed by dogs, too. I saw dogs voting for her. Yes, Sam is a big fan of hers. Yes, I saw yes, that. Yes, he is. And uh, Sam, Sam's my border collie, by the way. Anyway, so. <clears throat> and then we have uh, we have some other folks, uh, like Meryl Stutzman in uh, North Marion. Mm -hmm. Okay. So please uh, find those folks on your ballot and vote for them. All right. And we need to, um, am I getting a hand signal? There's a phone call. Okay. All right. Um, and so we need to get them elected. And because uh, this is not about, uh, you know, this is about our kids, period, full stop. It's about our kids. It's about our grandkids. It's about their safety. And it's about their educations. And so that they're educated and can handle it. So we have a phone call in. Who's on the phone, Neil? Hey, Art this is, is Art. on the phone. Hi, Art. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. You're doing yeoman's work here 
And let me tell you, uh, your compadres on KSLM are pushing the election big time, uh, which is really good. As they I should. actually need a yard sign, so you got to let me know uh, where I can get a yard sign. I'll even pay where for it. Where are you at? Huh? Um, are you in Salem Kaiser District, I assume, right? Oh, yeah, I'm on Fifth Street. So Fifth there Street. are uh, a few yard signs uh, at the River Church. Okay. okay. On, uh, which is next to Harbor Freight. No, I know I know where it's at. I've been there before. I know I know Pastor Lou and I know you guys and and that's what I needed to find out because uh, I live in a busy, very uh, area right at the corner of Fifth and Norway. Excellent. In fact, huh? Come on by. Well, I will. I will get the sign. It's very very important. And hey, everybody, you need to get. Um, you need to get your yard signs and get them up right now because, as you know, we have a month. Um, my ballots will be turned in early this year. Uh, as soon as I get them, going to fill them out and turn them in. And we're going to have a great election this time, and we're going to get rid of uh, the ones who don't care about our kids um, and make a positive change. God bless you guys. Take care. Have a great sure. weekend. I'm going fishing tomorrow. You totally blind guy that. going fishing, but uh, right. I need a little rest and relaxation. I've been working too dang hard. God bless. All right. Bless you, Art. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. So as Art said, uh, it's important to get your ballot in. Um, and there's a... Uh, there's a trend among uh, conservatives to hold on to the ballot to the last minute. Uh, I encourage you not to do so. Okay. And the reason for that is because your ballot will not be counted until, <clears throat> and I'm going to say this about 48 hours after the election is over, because that's how the process works. So uh, we understand uh, that this is mostly a numbers game. All right. And if you turn in your ballot, earlier, um, and you don't have to turn it in day one, but if you turn in your ballot earlier, it will be counted earlier, okay? And that affects the numbers because we see um, in, through, through the data feedback that we get from the Secretary of State's office, we see who has voted and who has not voted starting about five days after ballots have dropped, okay? So if we know you have voted, all right, we're not going to come knock on your door. But if we don't know until the last minute, we have no chance to figure out exactly who has voted and who hasn't voted. And there is a very limited amount of time that we have in this win in the election window to get people uh, to turn in their ballots because we have to have as many votes as possible. And we need uh, a lot more than an 18% turnout too, I might add. So, and I think that horse is sufficiently beaten. Well, I, I would like to add, um, I worked mm -hmm. at the Marion County elections this last election, mm -hmm. and it was really wonderful because I got to see from the inside how they process these ballots. Yes. And, you know, a lot of people have said, well, my vote doesn't count, or they're just, you know, throwing my ballot away. There's been all kinds of excuses for people not to vote. 
And I want to just share a little bit about what happens in Marion County and how careful they are to make sure that every ballot counts. And they have what they call election board workers, EBW, and those people are hired temporarily. And you have the first opening, the, the group that's called the opening board, and they are the ones that take the ballots out of the envelope. The envelopes go in one stack, which and the envelopes are saved, mm-hmm. and the ballots go in another stack. Then from there, the ballots go to another, the next group of people who verify that the ballots don't have coffee stains all over them or aren't ripped um, or haven't double voted. Yeah, just to make sure that it's a good ballot. Mm -hmm. And if they're good ballots, then they go back then into the tabulating room. And the bad ballots are just hand done. And so those are hand tabulated as opposed to being run through machines. So when you say bad ballot, you mean a ballot that's like damaged. Correct. I'm sorry. I used the wrong terminology there. Um, A ballot that is damaged. Mm -hmm. It has to be tabulated differently than Mm -hmm. a ballot that is not damaged. Okay. And then, of course, once those go through the machines, and and Joel's right, those are counted early. We don't know the results. Nobody knows the results until Election Day. But if you wait till Election Day to turn in your ballots, that again, Joel's right, because we now have to have the whole process starts over again. And it takes about 24, it takes about two days to get all of those opened and processed and back to tabulating room. So we don't, we won't know your count for 24 to 48 hours after election day. And then of course, the ones that mail them Yes. Um, is another story entirely. So there again, there's more process. And so, those, those trickle in over the next few days that so people have mailed at the last moment. Well, and yeah. they can come in as, mo- as long as seven days after. So yes. the 23rd, anything postmarked by the 23rd is counted. Yeah. So uh, two years ago, I did, uh, I watched the count. And uh, if I remember right, the day that I was watching the final count happen uh, was June 8th. Okay. And that was that was the last 500 and some odd ballots uh, that oh, were for the May be, election. Yeah, for the May election that was being counted, and that was because ballots were coming from other counties, um, and then there was then they had saved up ballots that had arrived late because there was only a handful. Right. All right, and didn't count them until they were like, oh, we're going to have a counting day, and they scheduled it out like a couple of weeks later. Yeah. Really. Well, and we we do have ballots that, you know, we have Yamhill County ballots come in. We have Polk County ballots come in. And so all of those have to be set aside and sent to the appropriate counties. And I was able to help with the election night um, gathering of ballots. I was amazed at the number of ballots that came in on election day. Yes. I got to personally be one of the ones to go pick up ballots in Woodburn mm-hmm. and it was overflowing. We almost, we almost couldn't get it all into the bin. There was so yeah, many ballots the, and stuck the, up in all inside box. the box. Oh my goodness. It was amazing. Yes. So a lot of people are waiting to, and then of course those ballots didn't get counted for several days because mm-hmm. there's just no way you can process them. Yeah, and that's uh, that's a whole nother argu- a whole nother story yeah. about that whole processing process that uh, takes that long. Because uh, <clears throat> when I was a young lad, <laughs> <laughs> we knew who won the election about fifteen minutes after the polls closed, because we counted as the day went, uh, and we counted at the precinct. So you had many hands sharing the work. And right now we only have a handful of people yes, and a machine that does some sorting. And that takes time. And that takes a lot longer. Um, so, 
Uh, yes. Anyway, so we're going to talk about some o other Oregon news that uh, broke this week uh, from the Willamette Week. Uh, they've been following this story on uh, LaMotta uh, Cannabis uh, Company uh, and their dispensary chain. Uh, and they have been uh, they've been in trouble, you know, tax wise uh, for a while. And but it's uh, just came out this week that uh, Shamaya Fagan, our secretary of state, has been consulting with them on what she calls out of state work. But LaMotta doesn't have any dispensaries or businesses out of outside of Oregon. So, OK. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, it is also that the Secretary of State's uh, is conducting an audit uh, of this uh, company, as well as the liquor and uh, the Oregon Liquor and Cannabis Commission is con is conducting an investigation. And it wasn't until late in the audit investigation that she recused herself from <laughs> the investigation, according to the Willamette Week. Which is, of course, as everyone knows, is a right-wing, you know, firebrand website that uh, is always picking. Up, no, they're not. I mean, good grief. I was gonna say, did you? Were you yeah, being sarcastic? Very there? sarcastic. Okay, there. good. Uh, Willamette Week is is probably to the left of Mao, you know, in their overall position, <laughs> and they have uh, they have been picking on uh, Shamaya. Fagan for uh, quite a bit here, investigating her, which is actual journalism. So that's good. Yes, and that's I, good. And I, I enjoy seeing actual journalism being done. It's wonderful to see journalism yeah. being done. Yeah. So let's see. What else What else do we have that's going on here? So we can, if, uh, let's see, what else is going on? Oh, yes. Um, if you go to, uh, for those of you that have <coughs> Facebook, um, if you go to Marion Leader, you can find the link to watch the debates on Monday's House Bill 2002. Okay. Uh, the bill that I like to refer to as the Child Predator, Child Predator Protection Act. Okay. This bill allows uh, children of any age to get an abortion without parental consent or knowledge. So children that are not even capable of getting pred and yeah and the democrats argument this week is it's already uh it's already Oregon law because a child of down uh, I forget the age nuts um but down to a very young age can get treatment for a sexually transmitted disease without parental consent or knowledge through their school okay and so the Oregon Democrats are making the argument that pregnancy is a sexually transmitted disease. I'm going to let that one sit there for a moment. Okay. All right. Yes. That is, that is where the state of politics in Oregon is right now. Okay. Uh, we can talk about moral decay. We can talk about all the other stuff. But if you just, you just let that one sink in for a moment uh, that – the argument that Democrats are making, and you will see it made on Monday. So watch, just turn it on, you know, and put it on the, you know, TV in the background and listen, listen in, uh, because this is a debate that's going to be going on all afternoon, okay, on uh, on Monday, 
And this is going to be important because you're going to see the the real you know the real side of the politicians that you've that you've elected. So a lot of the, uh, folks that we uh, have elected to office claim to be moderate. They claim to be many things, and but they're going to stand up and defend this bill. Well, there's other things in the bill too that really are troubling to me, and probably the one that jumped out at me, the part of it that jumped out at me at the most is it decriminalizes abandoning a newborn baby. Yes. You can go throw the baby in the garbage and you can't be prosecuted for it. Yes. I just, I, as a mom, I can't wrap my head around that one. It's just, it's, it's, yes, it's so bizarre. It, it almost leaves me speechless. Decriminalizing the abandonment of a, specifically a dead child. Okay. It's very clear. Uh, so, unless there's some sort of real evidence that goes along with that. Okay. And so the, the, the point there is, uh, so you've, you've unsuccessfully performed the abortion and the child was born. But you can go abandon it. The, but you know, if you just leave it alone for a while. Exactly. Yeah. And then there's no penalty. Uh, this also goes to, uh, it, there's so much in this stuff too. Uh, this, this, down to the age of 15 without parental consent or knowledge, uh, your child can transition from, you know, whatever uh, gender they are to whatever gender they want to be. Uh, and once again, without any parental knowledge or involvement. And the same cannot be said if you want to detransition. If you want to detransition, Democrats voted in lockstep uh, to deny detransitioning uh coverage so well, yeah but insurance companies have to cover the transition yeah, exactly but do not have to cover the detransition correct it that is was a one-way street that was yeah. the piece that got to me too is because first of all they can do it without parental consent but the second part was the parents insurance has to pay for it and yet the parents don't know about it yes so, a lot of people have to keep a secret i here again Speechless. Yes. Yeah, and and Oregon tax dollars also involved as well. Yes. Okay. Many and we, Oregon tax dollars involved yes. because this can happen if you don't even live in the state of Oregon. Yes, you can come here and get, get your transition, uh, and the state of Oregon will not let your parents know if you are from another state. Just go ahead and let that one think. <laughs> Literally, we have state-sponsored kidnapping in, in in effect. You know, they're they're going to hide your children from you, okay? If your child should run away, um, and you know, have a bad day, okay? We've all we've all had you know emotional days as teenagers, okay? Uh, you know, well, I didn't, you know, because I had a few. <laughs> no, I was. I was. <laughs> I'm really glad there were no cell phones when I was a teenager. Oh my That's goodness! That's all I can say. Yeah. On that subject. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So we've got our school board elections. Um, <clears throat> what else have we talked about here? Uh, let's see. <laughs> yes. Mm. You know, I just I want to go back to elections just for a moment because sure. the conservatives, I think, and I don't know about others, but I keep hearing all the time my vote doesn't matter. It does. I think that that's propaganda that people are unfortunately buying into. 
because yeah. the vote does matter. You just you just gave the numbers there a little minute ago about yeah. the school board candidates are lost by literally 241 votes, and we only oh. had 18 percent voter turnout. Yeah, and it was the same in this last general election. Some of our candidates, we had what was the total of four candidates lost by a total of six thousand votes, Is so the, so, something like that. Yes. So um, in the Oregon House, if uh, we had picked up about four thousand more votes across six districts, the okay. you, we wouldn't be having a discussion about House Bill two thousand two because the uh, Speaker of the House would be a Republican. Okay. Yeah. So roughly four thousand votes would have resulted in uh, in a Republican-controlled lower assembly in Oregon, all right? And that's one of the reasons why we're doing constitutional carry is to improve uh, voter turnout. And you're like, well, it, you know, it was 4,000 votes and it was in the wrong place. And, you know, you it was, you know. Okay, so statewide, all right, uh, 126,000 Republicans didn't vote in the general election. Okay. And so House uh, uh, Measure 114 passed by 24,000 votes. All right. So over 100,000 votes needed. Okay. Extra. Could have been that 114 should have never passed. And it did pass because people stayed at home on their couch and didn't go to the kitchen table and vote. All right. Um, I ran into, um, <clears throat> well, not myself, but I ran into the person who talked to. Uh, a guy in uh, <clears throat> while out canvassing who, you know, is flying, is flying his flag, flying his Gadsden flag. You know, he's got all the bumper stickers that you could want. And when approached to vote for a school board, he was like, you're all bad and I'm never voting. And then he complains about and then proceeded to complain about how messed up Oregon is. OK. Yeah. All right. You don't vote. You don't get to say have a say. Sorry. Yes. Well, yeah. If you want to, if you want to complain, then vote. All right. Yeah. You can complain either way. You're an American, um, but you know, First no, right. you 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 might get more attention if you've actually voted. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, so 321 votes and 211 votes on uh, two of the school board races that uh, had if that had each. Uh, about 35,000 ballots turned in, okay, in each in each race, okay? So what we're talking about there is a tiny, per, tiny chunk of a percentage in change, all right? <clears throat> so we need to vote, and we need to vote as, and, you know, vote often, uh, as, as the Democrats would. No, I'm kidding. Don't vote often. In Just case, vote once. In case you're not getting your the message. To vote. In case you're not getting the message, yes, please go vote. Yes. And if you haven't voted yet, go vote. And I would just like to say one more thing. Vote. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> so we'll change. <laughs> I'm just having too much fun here. Uh, so we have, we have another call. Uh, you're not sure who. They won't. It's not Ronnie Daniels. Hello? Hello. Who's on the phone, please? Hi, this is Ted Schrock. Hi. I'm from I'm from the river. You're from the river. Excellent. Yes. So uh, my wife and I were sitting here looking at our ballots, and we had one question on them. Uh, okay. At the top, there's a Chemeketa Community College, uh, Director Zone 3 and 4. Yes. 
Um, there's just one name and then a blank. That means no yeah. one has uh, applied to run for that position. Oh, he said there's one name. Are and there there's, only, there's, or there's one name and a blank. So there's only one person who has filed to run in that spot. Although there might be someone who has filed the paperwork to run as a write-in candidate, you actually can't know unless you, unless they've contacted you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so there, so there is nobody else for that spot, and it's just one person. Yes, correct. Right. Which is why we need well, more people to file to run for office. Right. So we have more well, choices. We just filled in our ballots and, and we put in all the right names. So. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Bless right. you. So there we go. Live, live from the kitchen table. All right. <laughs> Voting as we speak. Um, let's see what else we got going on this week. Um, yeah. Well, all right. I'm kind of like mixed on talking about this next subject, but I'm going to go ahead. Okay. So, I may have a comment. I may not. You may, you may not. So um, many of you that are listening to this show are not members of the Republican Party and don't know what's going on inside ter internal Republican Party politics. But uh, recently, as in the last week or so, uh, the Oregon Republican Party's national uh, committee man, Solomon Yu, uh, has had a recall petition filed against him. And this petition requires signatures from members of the state central committee to, and I won't go into all the details of it, uh, to, for that it to become up to for a vote at the next central committee, state central committee meeting, which is scheduled for June 3rd. Um, and so they are, the people that are working on this, um, recall, uh, have, uh, are having some success. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I am the chairman of the Marion County Republican Party, and they have uh, not at one bit made any uh, real official contact with me. They've never sent me an email. Uh, they have never spoken to me. Um, and so, but they have spoken about me. And that's more of what I wanted to talk about. Um, so, if you're going to run, uh, it's something like this, um, and it's going to be contentious, all right, as it is, the, the best way to do that is to make sure that you are running it in as open and as a uh, fair and honest way as you can, all right? So, for example... Um, <clears throat> there have been contacts with the delegates from Marion County with um, them. With one, from, de one delegate that I'm aware of. Yes, it, at least one. I have suspicions about more, but okay. that's okay. Um, and that's, and it, whether or not they say anything to me is completely up to them. It doesn't, it's not important. But what we're seeing is, is an attempt to get, uh, you know, individuals to sign on board with this uh, recall while not making it uh, a, any kind of broadly known event. All right. So I've talked with other chairs of other counties 
and uh, several of them have not been cont contacted as well. Uh, so that is kind of interesting. The, uh, the biggest issue for me is the way uh, a lot of their uh, supporters of this recall are behaving. Okay. Um, the first thing that they said was, well, you have to sign or we will pressure you. That yeah. was where they started. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I was curious as to what that pressure was, uh, would be. Well, the, uh, the, the pressure is mostly them ranting on Facebook. So that's not pressure at all, by the way. Okay. Cause if you're, you're banging away on your keyboard and you know, you're on a telegram chat. Yeah. And you've already been calling me names for the last year. Um, yeah, you're not really going to impress me. Only a year. Well, let's see. Mostly it started at reawaken last year. Well, yeah. So there was, I've got a, you beat. It's been four years for me. Yeah. 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 You have more history. Um, so, uh, yeah, in a, in a second. So when we, uh, when we did reawaken last year, I, I got to be the, uh, the person that was the photographer, uh, when, yes. when Carrie, uh, McQuiston, who was running for governor at the time, uh, met Eric Trump. Correct. Okay. And this was also the moment when, for the first time that I met Solomon. Okay. And that was an interesting moment because I had never, I, I didn't meet Eric Trump. Boy, the way he's tall too. He is very he's tall. He's like crazy tall. His it's wife like, is very tall too. I didn't get to meet her. I got to meet her. Oh, well, awesome. So uh, Eric comes into the tent and, uh, you know, immediately goes over to Solomon, gives him a hug and says, thank you uh, for the convention. I had no idea what he was talking about. Okay. But I was standing about two feet away. All right. Um, and I was slow with the camera too. I made it. So when I taught, by the time I took the first photo, it was, you know, they were backing up to, to the discussion point. Um, but that's okay because then there was the rest of the afternoon and that kind of stuff. And then the way this all proceeded from that moment was, uh, a lot of people decided from then on that I was a person that couldn't, uh, that, that was of suspect character because I took the photos. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. So the same folks that are behind this recall, all right, have been using entertaining names for me. Uh, oh. The latest version is Egghead. Yes, I heard that one. Yes. Um, and S yes, Sir for those of you e no, that can't tell. No. Yes. Sir Egghead. Yes. Sir, Sir, Sir Egghead. Sir Egghead. Yes. yes. Uh, well, that really messes, that really gets it going there. And then uh, <laughs> Lex Luthor, that one, I'm going to keep. Okay. All right. That, that, you know. All right. Cause you know, but this is, this is the behavior of children. Exactly. All right. Junior okay. high. Junior All right. High. It's junior high stuff. Okay. I have, uh, and so when I first saw some of this stuff that people were saying about, uh, Mr. You, I, um, I looked into it and I could not find anything. And now the stuff that we're talking about now, most of it is, uh, well, there was a, there was a vote in a meeting that didn't go the way they wanted. And so we have to have a recall. The standard for a recall in the Marion County Republican Party is, uh, for someone like myself, is I do something uh, egregious, egregious, and counter to the 
to the benefit of the party, like donate to a Democrat, okay? Or, or give suppo personal- Or support a Democrat or, or openly. Or support a Democrat yeah. openly, yeah. okay? Um, or, you know, do something to, uh, you know- Harm the party. Harm the party significantly in some way, in some general way, okay? So a specific vote not going your way, yeah, that's called politics, guys. Grow up. Come on. All right. And uh, we have someone uh, holding on the phone. And that is one of my favorite people in the world, Anna Munson. Ah. So, uh, all right, Anna. Hey, Anna. Hi. Hi, um, Anna. I was just, I'm listening now, and this is probably more important than what I had. But I just wanted people to know about the Chemeketa, the Chemeketa College, um, one of the, I think it's for the district, uh, the one, the person running that is not the little old lady. <laughs> okay. I just wanted them to know who he was. Yes. And, um, and I want you to know that he is one of the key administrators for the Salem-Kaiser School District oh. that has implemented their their CRT, which is supposedly not CRT. Um, yes, it's critical race policy. theory. And so I just want you to know that if you can, even write in anybody else. Yes. Rather than this person. Okay. Because he is not, I mean, he, he, okay, his, so his lens right now, is Right now, so somebody texted me this, um, so, and so... I'm just letting uh, you know. Thank you very much. So, Anna, so, Anna, answer this question. Someone texted me just now that you are willing to be written in for the Chemeketa board position. She hung up. Okay. All right, I'm taking this as a, as a yes. All right. <laughs> so if you don't uh, like uh, the choice of the Salem-Kaiser School Board uh, person, and I don't even know the name. Chemeketa. He's running for Chemeketa. Chemeketa. Yes, I know. But this is from Salem-Kaiser uh, School Board uh, Director. Some, I he's, forget he's, he's in some sort of leadership position. He's in some sort of leadership position. We'll go with that. If, so if you want Chemeketa to actually turn into a real good school, write in Anna Munson. That's A-N-N-A-M-U-N-S-O-N. -N -N Let me say that again. A-N-N-A-M-U-N-S-O-N. -N -N and it has to be, all of them, all of them have to be spelled correctly because if you misspell the name, it goes to a second person. So they all have to say the same. So yes, what Anna Joel just spelled. Anna Munson. That's A-N-N-A-M-U-N-S-O-N. -N -N All right. Thank you, Anna. We're going to, uh, we're going to, yeah. <laughs> so um, one of the things, so back to, uh, back to before we were there. So one of the first questions that I was asked in, as part of this recall was uh, whether or not Solomon would be willing to address the, the questions in the recall. And the answer, of course, is yes. And so uh, that's why he's coming to the Marion County meeting on May 18th. Okay, he's also traveling to other counties and uh, in other 
parts of the state and talking uh, online with other folks around the state. And this is this is how you solve this problem is by communicating. Um, one of the issues that we've had is in the in not in the Marion County Party, but in the Republican Party here in Oregon in general, is a lot of folks who proceed to say something online or in person that has no verification behind it. Right. Okay. Right. And they say it as fact. And then when you ask them for their proof, they say, uh, I'll get back to you. Okay. And I've heard that a lot for the last year. Um, and this is my favorite part about this is when you actually start digging into some of these things, what you find out is, uh, <clears throat> well, there'll be much more entertaining things to say, but one of some of the big complaints uh, against Solomon are that, uh, or one of them is that uh, he tried to undermine Michael Steele when he was the RNC chair. That's a Republican National Committee chair. And the reason for this is because Michael Steele took donors and some RNC staff and went to strip clubs mm. a lot with donor money. And that was called out. That wouldn't be cool by Solomon. Me. Yeah. And I don't understand why that would be an issue. Okay. All right. Um, but, you know. I want to address one, too. Okay. Because to me, this is a big one. And I just saw this totally flipped 180 yesterday. Yes. And that is that he tried to keep President Trump off the ballot in 2016. And that is 100% not true. I heard definitely different from Eric Trump. Exactly. Yes. If it would not have been for Solomon and Bill Courier imposing the rules and making them follow the rules, President Trump would not have been on the ballot in 2016. Yes. Uh, they were trying to parachute in Paul Ryan to replace uh, Donald Trump. John, the, well, John Kasich was the other one. Yeah, and John Kasich was a backup, but yeah. uh, Paul Ryan was the primary on that, um, and that was in the 2016 RNC convention. Yeah, and yeah. and a lot of people don't know that. I And if I hadn't just seen that yesterday where they totally flipped it to the opposite of what it was, it was like, oh, my gosh. Where well, you that's people... because we're talking about something now that's, you know, seven years old, and a lot of the people that are pushing this recall have been involved in the party for less than two years. All right. And they either don't know the history uh, or they haven't, you know, they haven't looked it up. They haven't discovered. One of the things that I've always done when I move into it someplace is, um, is listen for a long time. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so uh, I, I did listen. All right. And one of the things that I heard often was that Solomon uh, was uh, a name. Solomon's name came up often, came up a lot, came up more than almost anybody else's name. All right. And when you look at who are actual leaders, they're the people that get talked about. All right. Okay. Which is why people in Umatilla County are talking about me. Okay. <laughs> I have actually never been to Umatilla County to speak of. I don't know. Does I-84 go through Umatilla County? I can't remember. Yes. It does? Yes. Okay, so that's where, where I've been in Umatilla. I-84 passing through. That's it. All right. Didn't even stop. Uh, so this is this is where we're at. All right. So we are at a, we're at a point right now where we are starting to make changes here in Marion County. 
Okay. We're doing things like constitutional carry to improve things. Okay. Um, and I'm not doing that as, as a Republican. I'm doing that as a, you know, Joel Pulowski. Um, and that is action. Yes. All right. Okay. Uh, the organization that we're sitting in the middle of in this building, uh, the River Church, the River Church takes action. Okay. Um, Pastor Lou said he's done talking about it. I'm not done talking about it, though. If you were not there Easter Saturday at the Capitol Park, okay, that where was we had amazing. Yes, and you were there I too. I was there. It was amazing. There was uh, there was over eight thousand people there, okay. Uh, that we had um, we had registered uh, over sixty five hundred people, uh, and then we had a lot of people come over from the from the Saturday market. Um, <clears throat> that was the largest crowd in the at the Capitol Mall in memory the uh the Timber Unity event uh, a couple of years ago mm -hmm. had about 1500 2000 people at it okay and that was considered a big event local Salem media said nothing about uh the River Church event on Easter Saturday yeah. okay Portland media said nothing about it no media covered it at all basically i will tell you who did notice Salem churches all right. And so we are winding down now. And I would just like to say, if you could take action, do so. And have a great day. God bless you all. That does it for this episode. And if you're interested in connecting with a community of like-minded people, please go to our website at www.therivernorthwest.com, Facebook, or download our TRC smartphone app from the Apple app or Google Play stores. If you like what you've been hearing today, I encourage you to go to wherever you're listening to this and leave us a review so we can make the show even better for you. Thank you for listening. And as always, speak the truth in love.